It's Wednesday, August 26th, and this is episode 35 of the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast. Hey there, and how's it going? Welcome to the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast. Short episodes covering New England casinos, gambling, promotions, news, and more. I'm Robin, your host and founder of AnytimeGambling.com, your one resource for New England gambling. So let's jump right into our next Wicked episode, starting right now. Hello again. Episode 35 is going to be a pivotal episode for our New England Casino and Gambling Podcast. Not only is episode 35 highlighting a post that is one of our favorites and most popular, but episode 35 is a pivotal episode for us. After 35 episodes, we have now figured out what kind of a format we want to present to you. And we are also looking at adding brief guest discussions that uh, should highlight their background as well as questions concerning New England's casinos and gambling. Not only that, but we're going to be adding some promotions and some entertainment coverage of our nine New England casinos. And our intention is to keep it under 10 minutes so that you can listen quickly and move on to whatever you want to listen to next. I'm very excited about the changes and additions that we're going to be making, and I hope that you make our podcast one of those that you look forward to every week. One thing that I know is not going to change is our usual news in one minute. News in one minute. Encore Boston Harbor announced this week that pending regulatory approval WinBet Sports Bar will open on Saturday, September 4th. Located on the resort's casino floor, the space will feature more than 60 televisions, a 10-foot high, and a 123-foot long immersive video wall, a collection of trophies, a full-service bar, and cuisine from Shake Shack and Frank and Nick's. A 15-seat full-service bar with tabletop video poker sits in the middle of the venue, while dining and lounge seating surrounding the space, including more than 40 VIP seats and reclining media chairs, providing the ultimate experience. An extra-large spherical digital display will exhibit the top scores from around the world in suspended sports equipment, such as a collection of trophies, classic sports accessories, and a collage of the historical images of local sports heroes and events decorating the space. And that's your news in one minute. News in one minute. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Calm down, calm down, geez. We're only talking about the ultimate truth about casino players' cards and slot machines. I know that, you know, there are a lot of misconceptions out there. Um, sometimes I ask people why they don't use a card, or, or and the answers just boggled my mind. So here are the truths and the myths. The ultimate truth about casino, players' cards, and slot machines. Yeah, 
there are a lot of misconceptions out there. Now, I, I hope you don't believe in any of the following. For example, I don't play enough to earn anything. Well, rewards points can add up quickly. Take advantage of multiplier days and other promotions to increase your points and status tier level. Here's another one. When I use my card, the machine knows and doesn't pay off. Oh my gosh, it's like the machine is, is human. There is no connection between the card reader and the slot machine. They are two separate systems. Now, by the way, there were a small group of players called APs. One difference is if you're an AP or an advantage player, those high rollers don't necessarily give the casino the same information that we give them as recreational gamblers, but we'll cover that later on. But for the 99.9% .9 of the rest of us, come on, use your rewards card. And this one is a good one. I take my card out and I get a bonus. Explain that. Explain that. Well, again, there is no connection between the card reader and the slot machine. There's also something called a small sample. So if you did that and it happened over a year in numerous situations where the sample would show the data, yeah, maybe I could believe you. But the truth... You can't handle the truth! Hold on, let's just give them a chance now. The random number generator takes care of the winning and the losing. Here's one of my favorites. Playing with your slots club card decreases your chances of winning. Oh man, how many times have I heard that? The myth is that the casinos want you to win less. So, if you insert your card, they can change the winning percentage. Change the winning percentage? Oh, here we go again with that with that place, you know, up in the second floor that has that switch. You know that switch, right? The switch that they can just push and everybody's machines go cold. Yeah. Listen, again, the random number generator, or RNG, takes care of the machine's payout. The notion that using a casino club card lowers your odds of winning is a big misconception. And quite frankly, it would be illegal for the, con for the casinos to actually do that. The other day, I was playing video poker, and the person next to me wasn't using their card. So I asked them, why aren't you using your card? He said, well, it changes my comps when I play with my card in. Using your player's card can change your comps. Well, yes, but not as you may think. Your perks depend on the theoretical value of your play. Without the use of your card, comps are nearly impossible for recreational gamblers to get these days. Discretionary comps, those that are handed out complimentary by uh, management staff, rarely exist these days. It's all about algorithms that measure your play, your time, and your denomination. So, using your player card can change your comps. That is, if you have a small play day, or if you have a big play day, they can also increase your comps. Here's more crazy talk about players' cards and slot machines. And 
Now, I hope you're not one of those who actually believes in this, but let's take a look. Number one, the slot machine can tell the difference between playing a maximum and a minimum bet. That's why I take out my card when I change my bet. Okay, Nimrod. The number of coins played does not affect whether or not the winning symbols will line up. It determines the denomination of whatever you win or lose. Many players will vary the number of coins they play per spin because they believe a pattern can make them winners. Some players even believe that machines are set to pay more on 50 cents as compared to a dollar. Gotta tell you, it has nothing to do with that. Some players will even cash out during their playing sessions so the machine will think, right, like the machine has a brain, okay? Well, the machine will think a new player has started playing. Slot machines are computers and there is no way they know when a new player starts playing. The RNG is continuously running and is used only to select the next win or loss. And here's a great conspiracy theory. Listen to this. Using a player card enables the casino to report my winnings to the IRS. Well, the fact is, it makes no difference. You see, if you win 1200 or more on a slot machine, they will report it anyways because of the paperwork that you will sign. Taxes need to be taken out, whether you take the, have them taken out at the time of payment or if you declare them on your personal tax forms. Oh, yeah. Um, you do declare your winnings, don't you? Because you're supposed to. Many people don't necessarily, but please remember that there's paperwork involved and that paperwork after $1,200, you it's, it's sent to the IRS and you are responsible for that. Yep, with every jackpot of $1,200 or more, slot players and video poker players will have to pay taxes both federal and state if it if, if it applies and that's why you have a connection to the IRS it's only when you hit those jackpots of 1200 or more on video poker machines or slot machines so I've been asked often when should I not use my rewards card I have to admit sometimes I don't use my card some high rollers play without their rewards cards at tables, as I mentioned before, so they stay anonymous. They are called refusal players. They refuse to give their identity. For the rest of us, you might stop in and play substantially less than your typical session. For example, I might stop by, oh gee, Mohegan Sun, play a little video poker, have a free drink, and then go home. Well, on those days, I don't play with a card. On these short days, you want no record of small play. Otherwise, use your card all the time. And that also includes those times when if you're staying over and you have a plane to catch or you have to leave early and you want to play a little bit. Did you hear what I said? Play a little bit. Well, before you get on that plane or get on the road, 
play, but don't use your card. It'll just register as another short day and diminish your ADT from the day before. But those small plays will reduce your average daily theoretical, which means less comps, less free play, and once you lower your ADT, many times it's harder to get back to the point where you were. Here's another example of using your card for a short play day. Playing your free slot play and walking away with whatever you made will have terrible consequences on your ADT. That includes walking in, swiping your card, and walking out for some promotions. It's still considered a no gambling day, so be careful on those days. And if you really want to just walk in and play a little and enjoy the casino, don't use your card. There is one thing I do have to remind you of and make you aware of. Beware of playing so that you're chasing comps. Please note that one of the most common mistakes in gambling involves chasing comps. Far too many players think that they should continue gambling to earn a specific reward or tier status. Now to some gamblers, tier status can be very important or specific rewards can be very important. But that should not be your goal with your bankroll when you're gambling, especially recreationally. The key here is that the rewards are never worth the theoretical losses you'll spend to reach them. Don't do anything that encourages you to gamble beyond your means. That $100 free buffet will never taste as good as the $100 that you spent to get it. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! Well, I think you got answers. I think you got the truth. So go out there and have fun. Use your rewards card appropriately. And we hope you come back to listen to our next episode. You have been listening to the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. This podcast was brought to you by netimegambling.com, your best resource for New England gambling for over eight years. You can follow anytimegambling.com on Twitter and on Facebook. Thank you very much for listening to